Every part of your vehicle serves a purpose, especially your tires. When they aren't right, it makes a big difference in safety. So, find great deals on trusted brands of automotive and specialty tires for farm machinery, utility vehicles, and more at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. No doubt a lot of attention has been paid, and rightly so, to our Wisconsin dairy industry. What is happening to try to connect consumers with our fantastic Wisconsin dairy products? It's a it's a complicated conversation, but we're having it today, courtesy of our friends from Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. Remember, online, wisconsindairy.org, wisconsincheese.com, America's Dairyland on Facebook. Adam Brock is joining us now. He's the Director of Food Safety, Quality, and regulatory compliance for dairy farmers of Wisconsin, and he has been one busy devil. Adam, tell them what you've been doing on behalf of Wisconsin dairy farmers. So what we've been doing uh, over the last couple weeks is we've had a couple different initiatives. We've been partnering with our industry partners, different organizations, to try and get some of the retail limits. You know, we hear a lot about retail limits. We'll dive into that later, but we've been working with partners to get some of those limits lifted. Um, there are some researchers, researchers looking at how we can extend the shelf life of products, and there's been some partnerships with food banks, food pantries, and other nonprofits to see how we can keep that milk flowing into these different avenues with the loss of food service and markets. You know, it's a complicated situation, though, as we have all learned since uh, COVID-19. Explain some of the bottlenecks that you saw, like, right away. So I think the first thing we all saw was some initial panic buying. Nobody knew anything about it, so they went out, they bought up stock, which cleared store shelves. So that was the first thing we saw. Right around the same time, schools were you know, told that you're not going to school anymore. That's another issue that tells me that the school market for fluid milk is down. And that's not just milk, that's cheese and other ingredients. And then at the same time, I mean, probably within a day or two, if not, uh, you know, a week or less, food service, restaurants were down. So you've got these three giant venues that account for roughly 50% of the both fluid and dairy markets they are shut down. Now you've got all these pinch points. So with the panic buying that occurred, retail stores generally have deliveries two to three times a week. But you got to remember, during this time period, we have the same amount of truck drivers, right? And they're getting asked to do more loads for everybody. We're talking about going from the processor to the store. So they're getting calls saying, can you pick up this load? Can you pick up this load? And this is in addition to their workload. Not only that, they're driving and the restaurants are closed, so they can't stop and get something to eat. Or they can, but it's kind of a hassle. They've got less opportunities for bathroom breaks and everything else. So they're strained, and now their services are down. So we've got trucking issues, which ultimately, if the store can't refill fast enough. Remember, we had panic buying, so they're already low. So their thought was, let's put some limits on retail because 95% of consumers will have milk on their shopping list. I know I have it on my list. And if you can't get it somewhere, it's extremely frustrating. So their thought was, well, let's you know put some limits out there so that everybody gets some milk, which created 
some giant fiascos um, because everybody wants milk and, you know, dairy products. So a couple, we've been working with some of our partners to get those uh, limits lifted. And I know there are uh, two organ or two individuals, festival and quick trip companies that have said, yes, we, we agree with that. We'll eliminate re, re, uh, purchase restrictions. And the department of ag also has worked on that too. So we are working with our partners to get retail, retail, uh, limits lifted you know so we've got trucking and then we've got processing capacity so i think we've talked about this in the past and i've heard a couple couple people explain this very well but when you have a cheese plant the cheese plant doesn't necessarily make gallon milk or dried milk products even if they do it may not be that they have the right packaging and if you look at something like yogurt it's generally not just um milk and culture and enzymes sometimes there's sugar sometimes there's packaging sometimes there's flavors all these commodities are pulling from that same group of truckers for the food industry they're all dealing with retail establishments asking for more product and they're saying gosh we're running our lines 24 7 keeping our capacities up but then ultimately you know how many people are at home now uh, taking care of a family. So you've got some workforce issues where they've had to adjust their life. So their workforce is stressed, which slows uh, down the production lines a little bit. So all this is kind of coming together. And then people will say, you know, well, can't we just dry more milk or make dry products, which is brilliant. Everybody who says that is right. That's one way to help the problem and alleviate the issue. But there's two issues with that one is you go back to capabilities a plant that does something like whey cannot necessarily do uh, a milk powder and non-fat dry milk some of the equipment is different they have to purchase new pieces of equipment to solve for that issue so it takes time so they can't just flip from one product line to the next and then storage capacity at some point you do start to see build up and with all the cheese and uh, dry products sitting in warehouses, you start to kind of bust out the warehouse and there's nowhere to go. Um, so there's just a couple bottlenecks there that have all come together. And we've noticed through some of the market research and actually hearing from a number of uh, processors and third-party logistics groups that it's starting to even out now. But really what put us in that hold right off the bat was stock up at the beginning and then loss of food service and school markets and everybody had to adapt. So yeah. it's, it's been an issue, but we, everybody's working through it and we're finding ways to, we're working to find problems or solve problems through us and through our, through our partners. Right. If you're just joining us, folks, this is Adam Brock with uh, Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. He has been absolutely integrated in blockchain technology and working with retailers, processors, uh, developers on our dairy products, and now all of a sudden with COVID-19 thrown into kind of a, an elevated role. Now, Adam, before we go too far, uh, this is a lengthy dialogue that has to be had about each one of these elements. You are going to be doing a special webinar that people can tap into. Tell me more about that real quick. Through the UW Extension in Kiwani County, they're, they're partnering us with, with us to do a webinar. 
It's about a 30-minute webinar to talk about the dairy supply chain in a little more detail. So we're just hitting, like here with Bam, we're just hitting the top key points, but you'll have an opportunity if you'd like to join. Um, again, it's April 16th. I need details on time, but don't worry. We'll get it out to the group, and there's plenty of opportunities to ask questions about any of these bottlenecks, any questions about dairy supply chain when you're there, if no. you get the chance to visit. <laughs> yep, right, right. You know, Adam, the number one question I'm getting from consumers online, messaging, uh, posts, and feedback, what can I do to help our Wisconsin farmers? What can they do? Well, there's a couple key things here. I'm going to give you basically four four takeaway points here. One, you know, if possible, when you come across a retailer that's limiting purchases of dairy products, it could be milk, butter, yogurt, whatever it is, please contact us at Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. Um, we ha- again, we've been working with our partners to issue to help raise those retail retailers or eliminate them. People contacting us and letting us know where are you seeing these. Um, two, you got to continue to buy Wisconsin dairy products. A lot of the uh, cheesemakers out there, a lot of some of the smaller farmstead operations, they've got a website. You can get to them through e-commerce, and if you needed to, you could go to our WisconsinCheeseGot.com website. You can order from those cheesemakers online. Um, three, if you go to the restaurants and you're in the drive-thru, ask if their cheese, butter, or dairy products come from Wisconsin. If so, Load up on Wisconsin dairy. Ask for that extra slice of cheese. Ask for that milk. Ask for Wisconsin dairy. And I think the last takeaway really is something you can do is just be sure that you're thanking the farmers, the cheesemakers, everybody in the supply chain when you see them out and about. If you're driving by in your car and you see a farmer, be sure to wave you know, when you're driving by the cheese plant, wave and scream out the window, say thank you, because they're really, everybody's working hard. The farmers, it's been rough the last couple of years for them, and nobody expected this, but please tell them thank you, because they are really the backbone of our ag economy, and we need to, we need to let them know that we're all pulling for them, and they're just doing a great job. It's tough, but they're doing a great job. Yep, agreed. Adam Brock along with us again, Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. If you want to find those cheese companies that are equipped for online sales, like he said, wisconsincheese.com backslash our cheese, and then you'll see order online. Hey, Adam, before I let you go, and maybe this is outside of your realm, but I don't think so. A lot of consumers are also asking simple questions. Can I freeze milk? Can I freeze cheese? We know you can freeze butter. Have you got any just uh, quick anecdotal suggestions on when they stock up, if they've got freezer space, what can they do there? Yeah, you can freeze both milk and cheese. Um, The key point with milk is make sure that you take just a little bit out of that gallon. There's got to be a little bit of head space because as it freezes, as the milk freezes in a gallon jug, it will expand. So you've just got to make sure there's lots of tips online, but make sure you're kind of opening it up and you make sure you get just a little bit of head space, that space right between the top of the bottle and the top of the milk, because it will expand and you're going to end up with uh, gallon milk jugs and you're going to be upset. So make sure to do that. Cheese, 
cheeses like you're talking cheddar, harder cheeses, those freeze perfectly. Um, if you're going to freeze something like a cream cheese, though, it won't come out the exact same way <laughs> as it would in a nice uh, refrigerated block. So generally, you can freeze cheese, and you can use that on a pizza. You can use it in, you know, recipes at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you'll see that it does crumble a little bit more, most yeah. cheeses, after freezing. So, But, yes, you can do it. It's a good way if you're going to stock up to ensure the length of your um, dairy products. So right. it, it definitely you can definitely do it, yes. Very good. Excellent information from Adam Brock, Director of Food Safety, Quality, and Regulatory Compliance for Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. These are your dairy checkoff dollars at work, and they are working just about 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We've been, all of us uh, have been kind of laughing about, you think you're not going to work as much from home, but when you're a guy like Adam Brock that's so connected in the food industry, you're putting in way more hours than you would have uh, if it was a normal, shall we say, office day. And don't don't, uh, think that Adam does doesn't do a lot of work when it's a normal schedule, but right now we're in overtime every day. WisconsinCheese.com, WisconsinDairy.org, or on Facebook, America's Dairyland. Adam Brock in your checkoff dollars at work from Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. I'm Pam Yonke.